Different companies define it different ways. To me, talent management in its, in its broadest sense covers anything that touches and shapes an employee's experience from when they actually have that first touch with a recruiter as a prospective candidate to when they leave the company. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to this latest episode of Caterpillar's very own Beyond the Iron podcast. I'm your host, Rusty Dunn. Once again, a privilege to be able to give our listeners a unique view, or in this case, a unique listen to all things Caterpillar, a sort of behind the scenes perspective on the business we're in, the people, the products, the strategic focus on those things that ultimately help our customers build a better, more sustainable world. And in this particular episode, I'm really excited about this. We're going to focus on the people part of the equation. So have you ever wondered what it would be like to be the person in charge of looking after the talent strategy for a global Fortune 100 company, say one with over 100,000 employees in more than 150 locations around the world? Pretty big job. Well, that is the job of Roshni Archer, Vice President of Talent Management here at Caterpillar. And I have somehow convinced Roshni to get behind the microphone with me today. I don't know how I did it, Roshni, but I'm glad you're here. How are you? I'm great, Rusty. You didn't really need to twist my arm. I love talking about what makes Caterpillar amazing, which is really our people. Well, they are, and and you have a fascinating job, which is why you're here, and I want to get into that. And, And thank you for going beyond the iron with us. All right, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did my research. You joined Caterpillar uh, in 2022, and you've had a very diverse career. It's touched healthcare, software, industrial distribution, uh, tech, consumer packaged goods, so uh, quite a variety. Uh, So we want to pick your brain on what it takes to attract top talent and maybe more importantly, keep it here. So I'm going to ask you first, what brought you to Caterpillar? And what's keeping you here? Well, a number of things, Rusty. Working for many different kinds of industries and companies, you certainly get a feel for what you enjoy and what you want to avoid. But there are really three big things that brought me to Caterpillar. I was looking for a values-based company, and a year later, I can honestly say that these things are certainly true. We always strive to do the right thing. We stand for each other's success because we're truly one team, and there's really no personal agendas. I found that to be true. We care deeply about creating a culture of belonging, and I really feel like we treat each other like a family. And I see every day that we're committed to executing with excellence as a global citizen of the world and also for the partners that depend on us. Well, and, and Caterpillar is a, such a well-known brand, a big, a big brand. And that's like certainly another reason why I came here as well. I wanted to work for a company with an iconic brand and strong reputation. And I was just amazed when I visited the visitor center for almost 100 years, we have proven to be valued problem solvers and innovators. When I got here, I was even more impressed about just how true that was. I learned we were one of the first to deliver parts to customers by air. I learned we're one of the first to provide our customers financing solutions and one of the first to pivot to diesel. And today we're still innovating, providing electrification solutions to build a better, more sustainable world and providing valued products and services globally to those we serve. And you mentioned globally, and, and it's daunting once you get here. You, you, you know that Caterpillar is a, a, a everywhere around the, the world, 
but you don't realize till you get here how truly global we are. And you've certainly joined that company. Certainly, Rusty. And that's really the last reason I joined Caterpillar. I wanted to have an opportunity to truly make a global impact. At this point in my career, I'm really looking to leave a legacy and leave the company in a better place than I started. I personally love change and transformation and like a good challenge. My team is at the center of driving a number of transformational initiatives to help position Caterpillar's talent for the future. We're engaging people in our story internally and externally to source and attract top talent to CAT and to re-recruit the amazing talent that we already have. We're laying the foundation for skills to sustain the company's future. We're aligning diversity and inclusion efforts to better enable our business strategies. And we're harnessing the power of technology and data science to help leaders make stronger talent decisions. My shameless plug for the Caterpillar Visitor Center, if, ever, if someone ever finds their way to Peoria, Illinois and wants uh, uh, to learn about the history of the company, I'd recommend every new employee coming on board at CAT should go through the Visitor Center because it takes you through that history from start to where we are today. Let's do a level set, Roshni, in terms of defining talent management. I mean, that is a, a, a big umbrella term. So first, what does talent management mean? It's a great question. Different companies define it different ways. To me, talent management in its, in its broadest sense covers anything that touches and shapes an employee's experience from when they actually have that first touch with a recruiter as a prospective candidate to when they leave the company. So essentially everything from selection to inspiring people to perform and develop to be their best every day, to engaging them and helping them feel included and valued and finally rewarding and recognizing their contributions. Let's talk about the talent management, as I would call it, I suppose, building blocks, key components, uh, the building blocks of a talent strategy, Roshni, as you see it. How do you take those components, the concepts, the ideas, and then you, you have to translate all that into uh, the daily reality that we all face? Absolutely, Rusty. I'll start by saying the talent strategy is really a vital component of our broader enterprise strategy. And it's owned by the business. It's not just an HR thing. To me, there are three key building blocks to a talent strategy. And different companies might call it different things, but they're generally very similar as you compare to other companies in different industries. So first and foremost, leadership is a critical component. Leaders have a profound impact on the experience of talent and driving business outcomes. And we've all heard the old adage that people join and leave companies because of leaders. And for me, that's definitely held true. Uh, but leaders are human just like anyone else. They certainly aren't perfect. And each person they lead is different and unique and might need something different from their leader to truly be their best. Another critical building block is talent acceleration. Whether it's attracting talent from the outside or growing and retaining the talent we have. We must, in all of our talent programs, seek to accelerate performance, development, and growth for everyone that works at CAT. And it's certainly true for anyone joining the company, whether you're an intern, a frontline worker, a mid-career hire, or an executive hire. But it's also equally true for people at the company looking to build their careers and stay. And then last but not least, good talent strategies focus on a third element, and that's really effective organizational design, practices, programs, and technology. And a compelling employee value proposition or what a company promises to its talent is critical. Things like meaningful work, career opportunities, an inclusive culture, 
competitive rewards and benefits, and modernized development solutions, just to name a few. How does an employer like Caterpillar Roshni create a, a culture that, that empowers employees to be their, their best? Simple to say it, and, but in execution, it may be a little, it takes a lot of effort. Agree, Rusty. Peter Drucker said something similar. He says culture can eat strategy for breakfast. I've heard it said many times. <laughs> yeah. Culture is something hard to put a finger on. It's often what makes all the difference, though, taking the business to the next level or treading water when faced with challenges. I think culture is best described by the everyday actions of its people. And so at Caterpillar, I mentioned earlier, we are values-based. We truly live by our values in action that have been in place for a number of years. And in many companies, values are written on a poster on a wall. I've seen it. In my year here, though, I've learned that we don't just talk the talk. We truly walk the walk. We treat each other with respect. We embrace people with different perspectives. And we win together as a team. I talked to a group of interns last year on a podcast that we had to get their insights. Really interesting. And I've mentioned this before, but they mentioned it unprompted how they were so uh, pleased and maybe a little bit surprised by it. If you need help with something or you need a question answered, you know, a, not, a, not just one person will stand up, several may come forth to help you. And it's sort of that goes to that culture uh, together and the values. So, it's, so it's, it's really interesting that the, even you know, our intern, uh, interns, note, you notice that right away. Yeah, just no personal agendas. Everyone's here to stand for each other's success and win together. And that can be challenging sometimes. I mean, our business, you know, we're so big and, you know, our, our businesses within Caterpillar are, are diverse. And in some ways you can have a couple of different careers here if you want to, right? I mean, depending on what your skill set is and what, how you develop. How do we empower our employees to do that as you, as you see it? We do a lot to empower our employees to own and drive their own careers. And you know, one example is that we're defining the skills needed to excel at different functions and jobs within that function. And that helps employees really reflect on their strengths and where they need to focus their development to reach their goals. We also encourage frequent ongoing conversations between employees and their leaders so that they can gain valuable feedback to be their best and to engage in open conversations about development. Employees here are encouraged to share their interests with their leaders, and leaders are expected to support them in pursuing those interests. And we also provide a wide array of ways for people to learn, develop, and grow so that they're well positioned to take on new opportunities. And it's things like through experiences, whether it's working on a project team or taking on a temporary assignment, serving in a leadership role of one of our major employee resource groups. We have about 14 of them. Um, opportunities to learn from others through mentoring, coaching, and connecting with others internally and externally, or even formal education through podcasts like this one. That's right. <laughs> or through formal leadership development and functional learning programs and courses. I mentioned interns, and we're in the heart of intern season here at Caterpillar, probably other companies too. What do you, do you connect with them, Roshni, in, in your role? And if you do, what do you hear from them? What kind of experience 
do we want them to have? Maybe a lot of us have been interns before and we kind of know what we look for, but how do we approach it? Absolutely, Rusty. I was an intern myself, actually. Yeah. I had done like five internships at different companies. It's such a critical point in your career to really fuel the rest of your career. So it's always energizing spending time with our interns. And I just had the opportunity to take part in intern orientation a few weeks ago where we welcomed 600 interns across the U.S. And our global teams have been doing the same. At that orientation, Rusty, I actually heard from an intern who shared that she was the first from our family who had immigrated here to get a job at a big company. She was so proud to be selected. And it's a story I can particularly appreciate as the daughter of first-generation immigrants to the U.S. from India. Excellent. And I've run across other interns who this is their second or third go-around go as being an intern. Exactly. So similarly, I heard from returning interns yeah. like you talked yeah. about. They were just eager and excited to come back for a second summer. And one even shared how proud he was to drive a 250-ton haul truck during his third week of training last summer. I mean, how often do you get a chance <laughs> yeah, to do that? Yeah, that's an experience you're going to tell other <laughs> a lot of other people about, no doubt about it. Right. And then I heard great questions, insightful questions from our interns, one even inquiring about what he could do as an ally to really create an inclusive environment for those in different demographic groups than his own. So really, I want this amazing talent to have leaders that challenge them to be their best by providing them feedback to truly learn and grow this summer. I want them to have amazing opportunities, meaningful work that gives them purpose, that causes them to run back to campus and tell their stories to encourage others to join our iconic company. And having met them, I'm so impressed by the caliber of their talent and I'm excited and hopeful for their future and ours as a company with them at the helm. I've heard our leaders say more than once, and, and it's true, it's, it, it's a great time to be at Caterpillar. It, it, from your perspective, what should that mean to, to people, including those who you may hear this, maybe some outside who are interested in working at Caterpillar? How do you how do you see it? Agree, Rusty. It really is a great time to be at Caterpillar, and for so many reasons. I come back to the fact that we're really an industry leader. And before coming here, I really thought that Caterpillar was just focused on construction, as many people do, because that's what you always see. Uh, but I've learned we've, we're so much more than that. We're leading the energy transition to build a better, more sustainable world. We're actually mining the materials to help create alternate energy sources to make a, the world a better place to live in. And that's just for us, but also for future generations. Talk about leaving a legacy and lasting impact that we can all be proud of. We're also now known not only for our iconic products, but for also being an innovative, agile service and solution provider. Our customers around the world make a big investment when they're buying one of our products. And they want to know that the company is there for them for the life of that equipment. So we're reimagining how to deliver compelling services like digital apps that can help diagnose the health of each of the product's parts and proactively offer services to maintain that equipment. We're making it easier for customers to get essential parts so that they don't experience downtime. And that might make all the difference in rebuilding a community. What a great time to join the company and be in the cutting edge of innovation in our industry. And we've all done this while still maintaining who we are and the values that we stand for. 
Oftentimes with success of being an industry leader, companies develop a hubris that sometimes keeps them from seeing the next opportunity. You're right, perhaps an overconfidence in, in, in some cases, you're right, and it, which is uh, maybe not uncommon. We've seen it in, in other companies. We have, and, and quite honestly, they don't evolve to the extent that they need to to create a sustainable future. And that's not us. I think many people are looking for a company that talks the talk, just like I was, and they'll find a welcome home and family here. Caterpillar is a humble company with humble beginnings. And a hundred years later, we're still the same in that way. And I think we're one of the best kept secrets out there. It has been a pleasure to, to meet you, Roshni. Thank you, Rusty, and thanks for having me. You bet. It has been great to get to know you. What a pleasure to have you on the podcast. As always, we also appreciate the listeners out there. Thank you so much for taking time to lend your ears to Beyond the Iron. We'll have more conversations coming your way soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. <music>